church that's be our very own pastor and founder here in the upper room that's be pastor Edward E. Murray with a hearty amen. Amen again. For truly the Lord is good and his mercy endureth forever. Amen, somebody. And it's, it's just good to be in the house of the Lord, regardless of the situation and the circumstances. God is yet in control. Amen. If you have your Bibles quickly, let's go to John, the 15th chapter. Amen. John the 15th chapter and the first verse. Yes, 15 and 1. Amen. Amen. And the reason you're hearing, I am the true vine, and my father is the husband man. I am the true vine and my father is the husband man. And I like the usual thought today. I wrestled with this all night and it's got to give me a thought because of things that are happening with the branches mm -hmm. and, uh, and my thought would be today the branches must abide in the vine mm -hmm. in order to live yes. the branches must abide in the vine in order to live. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for your loving kindness. We thank you for how you already blessed us. Yes. And we come, God, asking you to just do a whole new thing today in the hearts and the minds of your yes, people. Lord. Strengthen them where they're weak. Build them up where they're torn down. But allow your healing virtue to reach out in the name of Jesus. And we thank you. Thank you Anoint these lips of clay. Forgive us for our sins. Yes. Yes. And we will be so careful to give your name and praise and the people of God said amen. amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. The Father has a purpose for your life. Whether you realize it or not, the Father amen. has a purpose for your life. To enjoy the communion that he has for us in him. Why? Because he knows and he understands. And for us to bear the fruit of Christ like character. Character is very important in serving the master. The fruit of obedience and the fruit of usefulness 
It is a spiritual reality that you need godly motivation to grow. We need godly motivation that's going to motivate you to grow in Christ. Although you go through, you yet still need godly motivation yes. to grow. And to avoid the spiritual decline of indifference in the believer's life. Referring to the analogy at hand, either to prevent or to bring us out of spiritual backsliding. Mm. It's amazing. You can be saved but you have to be so careful because spiritual backsliding is real Amen. well what do you mean spiritual backsliding you don't pray like you used to mm -hmm. you don't seek God like you used to you don't fast like you used to you don't fellowship like you used to in other words you find and you may not realize it but you are really spiritually backsliding so it's important that we understand that when we get our word for the day or the word for the afternoon or the word for the evening or the word at night, long as you get some word and understand what God said, it's going to help you grow. The Father continually prunes our branches. The Father does. Not people, but the Father does. The vine dressers sometimes cut a branch vigorously in order to encourage encourage fruitfulness. Sometimes he has to cut the branch to vigorously to encourage the fruitfulness of that tree. What do you mean? This pruning means that God brings painful experience into our lives to make us seek him more earnestly. A lot of tragedy, a lot of things that are happening in our lives is not that God don't love us. It's that he wants to, you to seek him more and more earnestly because he loves us just like that. And those who are already bearing fruit are pruned so that they may bear even more. Have you noticed in your walk, some folk look like each time they run into people, they are winning souls for the Lord. And look like they may be winning 50 a month. You might be winning six a month. Regardless, don't worry about the number long as you're doing something for him. Because that one or that six that you may do may turn around and get 6,000. Yes. And God will bless you because you did distribute it. And then those that went out and did 40 or 50, all of them may backslide. So, oh yeah, that's why spiritual backsliding is real. When you're not seeking God, you are spiritually backsliding. In times of suffering, you also often have nothing 
else to hold on to other than this reality. Through the pruning, you will come to a new awareness. Through the pruning, and God prunes us, you become to a new awareness as the prodigal son did and seek greater communion. Now, we know that the prodigal son left his father, went on out, tried to discover America. But he found out that when he got out there, everything he had, he was good to go when he came, but when he got around them bars and them clubs and them go-go girls, he started losing stuff. And the Bible said that he got hungry and he tried to get a job, something he never had before, because he was a prince. Prince don't work. Prince had folk that worked for him. And the Bible said that he went there and he asked for a job. He couldn't give him the only job that he had was feeding the hogs and the pigs and, and knowing that him being a Jew that they didn't have no dealings with hogs and pigs. And the Bible said that he got down and started feeding the pigs. Can you see the, the, the whole demonstration in that? He was a prince that was rich that had everything and then lost it all because of his disobedience to God. He was he had it all when he went there. He never bought no food. All he did was drink and dance. And that's what happened. The, the devil will make you lose your conscience. And he was so hungry that as he feed the hogs, the hogs was mm, mm, they love him slop. They was mm, mm, they were just going off and he was looking at them and his stomach was going. And the Bible said that he started eating the slop. And while he started eating, he came to himself and remembered that at his father's house, there were servants there eating baked macaroni, barbecue chicken, collard greens with cone, bread. He remembered all that while he was eating the slop and said, I got to get myself together and go back to my father and ask for forgiveness and go to God and ask forgiveness because I was lost but now I'm found. So it's important that we have to stay in tune with God regardless of the situation or the circumstances. This grasps us into him so that we can draw life from him. In other words, that when we go through what we go through, it ought to draw us closer to God. And when it draws us closer to God, we have life in him. Amen. This fellowship with Christ gives us the strength. Yeah. Just the fellowship gives us the strength to preserve and grow and to read Choice in the midst of our trials. When the last time you rejoiced in the midst of your trials, they were so heavy, you ain't you ain't had no uh, uh, put on a happy face. Can I get a witness? You didn't you didn't have a hee 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 or ha 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 or thank you Lord. It was heavy. 
because you was going through the midst of your trials. But he says, even in the midst of your trials, he said, rejoice. Hallelujah. And you learn that. Yes. You learn that. Because you can have a trial later on today or, or later on tomorrow. But what you going to do? Is the trial going to take over your joy? That's why the Bible says rejoice. In other words, you were you rejoicing before. He said rejoice. Why? Because you're building right back with God in heaven. In other words, I've got to stay focused. It is not unusual to initially feel distance from God when we are surprised by trials and tribulations. Oh, yeah. Seems like we are distant from it. You can just come out of prayer. And God fill you with the Holy Spirit again. He gives you a fresh anointing. And as you come out, you sit down and, oh, God, I thank you. And here comes some tragedy, or here comes some financial things, some things that happen. Say, God, what I'm going to do? He said, rejoice. Rejoice. Now, look what you're saying, preacher. I'm pushing you to another level. Because that level that you was in is it, 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 hurting you. It'll make you become the branch that's broken off. By some disappointment, or discouragement, a pruning. We don't like to be pruned. <laughs> no. no, we don't. But God has to prune us. Yes. It keeps you in order. Yes. A child don't lack discipline. Amen. And you don't either. <laughs> Hello, somebody. We don't. We don't. We don't want nobody telling us what to do. But God has commandments. And if he said, you follow them, you will be obedient unto my word. And if you're obedient to my word, then you're going to abide in the vine. Amen. The Savior tell, tells us in advance, he tells us in advance, you are already clean because of the word which I have spoken unto you. John 15 and 3, real quick, evangelist. Get that door right there behind you. Yes, John 15 and 3, King James Version. Uh-huh. Now you are clean through the word. Later on. Now. Oh, now? Yes. Oh, now, right now. Right now, as you speak, as you hear this word, he's cleaning you. I don't care what you did yesterday, last night, or last week. You say, now. Right now, as we speak, branches, he said, you're clean. Through the word, what? Which I have spoken unto you. Mm -hmm. In other words, he said, you got to abide in me. Remain in me. Don't leave me. Amen. It ain't no time to be leaving God. Amen. Jesus assures us that we are the forgiven children of God. He assures us that. And that our trials are a call. To draw nearer to him. Our trials are a call. A telephone. Oh, how you deal with him. The call draws us nearer to him. Rather 
than a break in communion with him. In other words, you notice when you really go through, boom, you call God. Yes. And you should get in the habit of that. Yes. Regardless, get in the habit of that. And once you call God, then you have a communion with him. He's going to talk. He goes, tell me, baby, what's the matter with you? What's the matter, baby? Are you all right? He talks to you. You have a communion. And the Bible says, if we walk in the light, as he in the light, we have fellowship one with another. So your trials is going to have you to call him. The principle of maintaining your assurance in your trials by remembering Christ's words will keep your faith focused on the open heart of God. God has an open heart just for you. He will not close his heart to you. It's open to you and he's waiting on you to call. God entrusts you with your trial or pruning. God entrusts you with your trials and pruning. Do you want great faith? Mm -hmm. Are you willing to endure great trials? To develop great faith. Great trials, great faith. Because the more you go through, the more you see God. Yeah. Abiding in Christ is dependency, communion, and abandonment with Him. To grow in the Christian life, we must learn to live in dependency. On the Son of God, right now, all of us, we need something. Amen. We need something. We need more strength. Yes. We need more courage. Yes. We need more money. Yes. Amen. Amen. We, 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 yes, we do. Let's, yes. let's keep it 100. Amen. So, so since we need, we have to depend on the Son of God. When we ask God for it, believe it, and while you're waiting, you keep on believing. As the branches of the vine depend on the vine for nourishment and vitality, the branches that's on the tree, it depends on that vine for the nourishment so when the rain comes, the sun comes, that vine sucks it up and administer it or it, it sends it straight to the branches. And the branches, listen, they ain't going to refuse it unless they're going to be disobedient. If they, when they accept it, they start to growing and leaves start to growing on them. Little birdies come up and make a little house. You know, they dance on the branches. Why? And the branch don't break because the branch is obedient. But if the branch is not obedient, it breaks. Why? Because it stopped getting nourishment and it falls. And the Bible said men get them and he burned them. It is time for the church 
and the body of Christ stop getting burnt. Hello, somebody. To live in dependency on the Savior, we have to learn repeatedly, repeatedly, the fatality of living by our own means, our own intelligence and strength. I know that I must learn again and again and again and again in greater measure each time the truth that without me, you can do nothing. When you understand, you cannot do anything without him. I don't care where you go or what happens in your life, you can't do nothing without him. That's why he's saying, all thy ways acknowledge me, I will direct your path. I'm going to bless you, but I need you to depend on me. Hello, somebody. A lot of times, if you're not careful, you'll put more trust in people than you do in God. You depend on people and you're still looking for them. Can I get a witness? They didn't call a horse and a jackass and a zebra. They go another way. Amen, somebody. And here you riding a hog and you ain't moving. Can I get a witness? So it's important that you understand. Amen. That you got to depend on God. To depend on Christ means in part to learn to live in the word and in prayer and it's true when you get in the word of god and read it and get an understanding that we said on friday night you got to pray you got to thank god for his word you got to thank god that you're getting an understanding that's info called information that he's given to you as being a student of the Bible. The Savior said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Matthew 4 and 4, real quick, evangelist. Praise the Lord. And, uh, I'm trying to take my time, but uh, I don't want to rush this, this message here because branches is... Uh,
And you can have a gift, you can have a talent. But if you ain't seeking God and ain't buying his word into it, what's happening is that you're blind. You can't hear or see what God is saying. He say, in the Bible say, their ears don't hear. Their eyes they can't see. Why? Because they're blind. In other words, to seek him. Any relationship that you you, you ever were in, if you know that you was always in his face and she was always in yep. his face. Amen. Amen. I ain't going to say nothing. Okay. That's, so That's because of simple fact. There was a relationship. You want to get to know you. Getting to know all of it. Even if it's all day long, you still ain't going to know them. You know when you get to know them, when you really start going through some stuff. And they started talking about, I ain't like you no way. Whoa, wait a minute. And they start saying stuff that you said you thought they would never say. Or they would never act the way they act towards you. When you first met me, that, that first relationship, they were so nice. They had manners. They had manners. They had respect. They was cuddly. Hello? They would hold your hand, open the door for you. But after they got to know who you are, they don't get, get in the car. See, sucker. What you call me? Sucker. That's total disrespectful. See, you thought you knew him. But God is not like that. God said, in order to understand what I'm doing, you got to seek me. He said, you got to follow me. He said, I can't come to your level. You got to come to mine. Amen, somebody. And you thought you had it going at all. Player, hello, somebody. But you've been played on. Y'all ain't going to talk to me. It's all right. When our eyes are open to the truth, condition of our spiritual life, that verses rings with power in our hearts. Without me, you can do nothing. Without me, you can do nothing at all. And that's what divine tells the branches. You can't, listen, you can't grow. You can't get no bigger without me. In other words, divine say, if I don't feed the branches, they all will die. And one thing about the vine, it is always feeding. Yeah. It never stops feeding. It always search for nourishment for the branches. But the branches are just like us. We get hard-headed, rebellious. I don't feel like no bird gonna sit on this branch. Hello, <laughs> ain't no leaf gonna grow out of here. Strawberry, ain't no strawberry coming on this. I don't think so. Apple is too heavy. Maybe a blueberry. I don't want no blueberry. You can't make a blueberry if you don't get no nourishment from the vine. So you got to be broke off. Amen, somebody. And it follows that a life of communion through prayer must accompany our devotion. We got to have a devotion to his word in order to be dependent upon him. When you have a devotion, you that do have devotion, you make it your business to get up or when you get up, <laughs> instead of eating your, you know, your, your breakfast, yeah. you get your spiritual breakfast first. Amen. And if you ever notice, when you get your spiritual breakfast, the spirit of God may say, yes. fast. Yes. 
But you had appetite with some fish and grits. Can I get a witness to some eggs and all of that? Yeah, y'all know what I'm talking about. You know, some goulash and all that other stuff. But the Holy Spirit said, fast. Well, Lord, but I, I just came out of praying with you. Don't you think that's enough? He said, no. Nah. You didn't start this stuff with me. I want you to fast. Because I want to take you to another level. Well, well, I ain't made it go right there. Yeah, he said, look, put the fish down. <laughs> put it down. <laughs> you can get that later. Amen. There's some stuff I need to give you, and I need to give it to you now. Amen. Cultivating a life, hear me now, of dependency. Cultivating it. On Christ's life within you is called abiding. I'll say that again. On Christ's life within you is called abiding. Thank God for the governor, yeah. the Holy Spirit. Abiding involves, first of all, a conviction wow. that we cannot live the Christian life successfully in any other way. Conviction. And let me say this to you. As being believers, if there's no conviction in your life, something wrong. Amen. So true. And there are people living without conviction now, but they say they're on the Lord's side. They're lying. Amen. Conviction means there's abiding. Mm -hmm. And when you come and you don't remain with them, you're going to feel and conviction going to hit you. Yeah. And when you repent, you come back to him, the conviction is gone. Plain and simple. You that really love the Lord and that are saved. Yeah. When conviction hit, you can't eat, you can't function, ain't nothing going your way. Amen. Everything upside down. Yes. But when you repent. So, then it produces a quickening communion with Christ. A walk with God and a life of abandonment to him. God said, whatever you do, don't abandon me. Stay with me. Remain with me. You ain't seen it. The Bible says, eyes have not seen. Ears not heard. It has not entered the heart. The things that God has in store for them that love him. When you love God, you're going to know some stuff. Yeah. You're going to see some stuff. Amen. Can I get it? See, have you ever thought about it? You say, well, I need money. I need this. I need the money. I need the money. God say, no, you need spiritual. Yeah. But God, I need the money. I get the spirit. No, you won't. No, no. Get the spiritual. You'll get the money. What's your name? Soul prosperity comes first. It comes first. You say, God, I'm working on the job. The job is killing me. Never let a job kill you. Amen. Amen. It's called work smarter and not harder. Amen. Amen. So the life of dependency is deepened by growth in prayer and saturation. <clears throat> With the word of God. In other words, the word of God saturates itself. It saturates itself. You that cook, when you saturate stuff, you that do the cooking, amen. Ain't talking about all the instant stuff, but when you saturate it, amen. Praise just get marinated and all that other stuff, you know. The Savior himself lays down his vital principles of growth. He said, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, 
something gonna happen. John 15 and 7 real quick. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Yes, sir. Come on. If you abide in me. Mm -hmm. If, if, use. Uh-huh. And my words abide in you. See, if you abide in me in my word, you and my word abide in me. What? You shall ask what you will. You shall ask what you will. Uh-huh. And it shall be done unto you. It shall be done. Amen. You can't move till the food is done. <laughs> Can I get a witness? Amen. When it's done, you sit down and you chow down. Can I get a witness? And that's what God say, chow down, and it's done. But you got to abide in me, and my word abide in you. If my word abide in you, and you abide in me, he say, now chow down. That's right, he say, eat. Eat. He say, there's plenty. There is plenty. So his words stir up faith, prayer, hunger, and a desire for God. I'll say that again. His words. It stirs up faith. Prayer. Hunger. And a desire. For God. He command. And we are drawn to him. When he command we draw to him. But in order to understand that when he's commanded, we got to stay in his commandments. Amen. We got to stay in his word. That's how we know. And don't tell me the Holy Ghost don't speak. He talks. Yes, he does. When you're in your trials, your heaviest trials and tribulations, look like you can't hear God, but God been talking to you. Yeah, yeah. He said, God, you didn't answer me. I, did. I told you before the trial came. Yeah. I got you. He said, that what you told me, Lord. He said, yeah, don't you have the Holy Ghost? Holy Ghost, bring back remembrance. Oh, yeah, you did say that. He said, now just give me some praise. Start thanking me. That's what he's talking about. He's talking Lord, I'm going and start feeling all sorry for yourself. Come on, I'm pitiful and looking all sad like an old puppy hound dog. Come on. Stop me. God said, I want you looking like that. Oh, well, that's right. Get yourself together. You got somewhere to go. To the store. <laughs> Go ahead, but you got somewhere to go. If only we would implement the reality of that old spiritual song. Every time I feel the spirit moving in my heart, I will pray. Now that is amazing. That happens to us, all of us, in the course of a day. We can be praying or singing or hearing an old good old song from the Lord and we, we get to clapping our hands and our feet and, and say, every time I feel the Spirit, I will pray. Hallelujah, 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 amen. Now, you having you a good old time in the Lord. Amen, somebody. Amen. You better know how to encourage yourself. I told you that before. Get you a mirror before you go downtown. Amen. Why can I get a mirror? Look at town. You go around town and, and, and everything ain't going to go your way. So you got to look in that mirror and you say, God, you have saved me and delivered me. I decree a blessing. I decree this. I decree that. In the name of Jesus. Now give the Lord a smile. Somebody going to say, you say something wrong with that nut. Somebody got to talk about you for God to get their attention. Yes, 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 yes. Amen, somebody. 
Just don't beat yourself up. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> then we truly would bear spiritual fruit. When we sing them old spiritual yeah. songs, that's how we bear spiritual fruit. Abiding in my love. A critical part of abiding in the Lord Jesus is spelled out in John 15 and 9 evangelists. Mm -hmm. John 15 and 9. As the Father hath loved me, mm -hmm. so have I loved you. Now, now you see how that love multiplies. He say, my Father loved me. And since my Father loved me, I love you. And listen, you didn't do nothing for me to love you. I chose you. I called you. I appointed you. Why? Because I know that what I'm going to put in you, can't nobody stop you but you. He, said, he don't even mention the devil in that. He said, he said no, I'm going to stop you. It's you. And that's why you got to be careful because Satan will use you against you. Yeah, so true. In your situation, in your circumstances. Where you at, God? I've been faithful a week. I've been faithful three years. I've been faithful 20 years. I've been faithful where you at? He said, where you want me to be? I've been with you all along. He said, what you want me to do? Ask and it shall be given. Good measure. Press down. And I'm going to shake it all up together. That's how he operates. That's why when you start to know the ways of God, because his ways changes, that's why you got to keep seeking him so you know which way he's moving. Mm. Say so the wind is blowing, but it's blowing in front of you, but why is it hitting you in the back of your head? It did a boomerang. It did a boomerang. As the Father, what? Loved me. Mm -hmm. As the Father have loved me, yes. so have I loved you. Mm -hmm. Continue ye in my love. He said, abide in my love. Stay with me. He said, don't leave me, baby. Please don't leave me, baby. Please, baby, don't leave me. Don't leave me. Don't leave me, baby. <laughs> don't leave me, baby. Don't leave me. Baby, don't leave me. Don't leave me. Stay with me. Stay with me. Please stay with me. Please, baby. Please. Please. Please stay with me, baby, baby. Baby, 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 baby. Stay with me. Stay with me. America, stay with me. He makes it plain in that 15th chapter. Abide in my love. So, the command is abide in my love. That's the command. He tells us to never forget, never forget, and always to keep before our hearts this great truth, his love for us. You know that was a mighty love that he did. He went to the cross. He died for us. Ain't nobody else going to die for you. Amen. They die getting away from you, but they ain't going to die for you. Amen, somebody. It's the truth. Even after Jesus died on the cross, he told Peter, he said, Peter, he had to rebuke Peter. He said, Pete, Satan came into you. You care for the things of man. I 
got to go to the cross. That's part of my mission. I got to go to the cross, P. He said, you ain't got to go to no cross. What's wrong with you? He said, I don't go to the cross. You're going to be doomed. He said, doomed? <laughs> go to the cross. Here, go to the cross. In other words. <laughs> he said, I got to go. That's my, listen, that was his mission. Yeah. 30 years to prepare for three years. And in doing his, his three years of ministry, he had an up and down, but couldn't nothing stop him. We talked about it Friday night. He went into the wilderness mm -hmm. to confront the devil. To let the devil know, boy, stop playing with me. All through the years you played and played and fat mouth and talked all that yang yang. I was here. What you going to do? But I'm going to give you all the kingdoms of the world. I'm going to give you this. I'm going to give you I'm going to make you a king, but I need you to bow down to me. He said, boy, you must be smoking some new crack. <laughs> you must be on something humans ain't got a hold of yet. Wow. <laughs> he said, how you going to give me what's already mine? Yeah. All of his money. Matter of fact, I created you. And you want me to worship you? Come on, Clay. You can't do that to the potter. Mm -hmm. What's the matter with you? Say you know you're the counterfeit. Yeah. Stop playing these evil games with me. I am victorious even though I'm going through 40 days of fasting. My body is weak, but you can't move me. Gonna tell me to take some stones and turn them into bread. Boy, I could have me a whole feast if I wanted to. But I'm fasting now. I'll do that later on. I'll do that later on. So it's important, people, that we understand that being branches, you better stay in the vine. You better get your nourishment. What the doctor tell you? You got to take your vitamins. Take your vitamins. Take your meds. You eat what's right. Come on, get you some sleep. If the doctor tell you that, Jesus say, stay in the vine. And when you see vines, they grow. Yeah, they grow. You can swing on them. Some of you swung on a tree. Hello, somebody with a little talk, playing a little game and stuff. You swung them. They were strong. Yeah. If they weren't, you would it would have popped. Hello, you would have went down with it. But it was abiding. Yeah. And since it was abiding, oh my God. I feel the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. More than a conqueror. Hallelujah. Say we are more than yes. conquerors. Thank you, Jesus. Stop looking at your situation. Tell you your situation. God is bigger than you. Yes, God is bigger than you. Yeah, yeah. So, yes, he is. This was the secret of Paul's daring, courageous faith. It was rooted in the Savior's love. Paul knew it was in his love. Now, now, when we read about Saul, was it's Paul now, but Saul. This boy was something else. When you read in the seventh chapter and the eighth chapter, this boy, he went to the Christians' houses and took them and put them in prison. He took the women, put them in prison. He took the husband, put them in the prison. And the children, fat mouth, they put like they did the job with them too. Everybody has something to do with God, he has something to do with them. Had them locked up. And God said, and that's why God had to deal with him in the ninth chapter. 
when he blinded him, knocked him off his beast. I guess he said, what hand was that? <laughs> Nobody knocks me off my beast. He hit him and knocked him. Look, no, 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 no. Hit him, knocked him off, and blinded him. In other words, he's helpless. What do you mean, preacher? Slash. God will allow you to go through some helpless situation where you can't do nothing but call him. And he will answer immediately. Hallelujah. Or if he don't answer immediately, he will minister to you while you're in your helpless situation. And you'll find yourself being convicted. And then he converts you over because that's what happened to the bull. Conversion. He said, He loves me. Well, after I didn't did, I didn't kill this deacon. I didn't took them, them, them Christians, them hallelujah people, and I put them all in jail. And he turned around and he saved me. What kind of love is this? God set me up. And he did, he made the statement in the seventh chapter. He said, This song gonna suffer much for my name's sake. He said, I love him even in the midst. Because, listen, he started persecution. His persecution helped build the kingdom of God. Because all the rest of them started to be scattered. I'm talking about his disciples. And while they were being scattered, they were preaching and teaching the kingdom. So what do you mean? Persecution builds the kingdom of God. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Get back on the branch. Get back in the vine branches. Hello, somebody. You got work to do. You know, ain't no vacations in this. God gives you joy. That's why I say joy and rejoice. Anybody going through? <laughs> Welcome to the big league. Praise the Lord. So, he declared, I live by faith. It's Paul talking. As the son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Galatians 2 and 20 real quick. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord have mercy. Go have a righteous good time. <laughs> Gonna take you high. Yeah. Come on. Be. I am crucified with Christ. There you go. I'm crucified. I'm crucified. You know crucifixion is? It's pain. It's agony. Hurting. Anybody been going through that? That's what that sign up there for. Crucifixion. But you will overcome. I said you will overcome. I am crucified with Christ. Uh-huh. Nevertheless, mm -hmm. I live. I live. Nevertheless, this is what he's saying. Nevertheless, I live. I'm crucifying, but nevertheless, I live. Uh huh. Yet not I, mm -hmm. but Christ liveth in me. He said, and I, I stopped. He said, Look, he's in my body. He's operating in my body. Before was the devil in my body. Because I was an enemy of the cross, I was an enemy of Christ. But now, does he knock me off my beast and blind me? Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> what you want? I won't see. Yeah. And when you read about it, it shows you that after he knocked him, he said, now I'm going to send you down to Ananias' house. Ananias? Hey, Ananias, high priest. Ananias, okay, what I'm going down there for? He going to lay his hands on you. And one thing about God, God confirms what he says. All right. <laughs> Always remember that, y'all. 
Yes. God told Ananias, Ananias, I'm sending Saul to you. And I said, who? <laughs> Saul. Wait, 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 wait a minute, God. Wait a minute. What you do? Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. He just killed the deacon and he just locked up the believers. And the apostles running here and there talking about your kingdom and you sending him to me? What you sending for? He said, you're going to lay your hands on him. And he's going to give you a cornbread. You're going to lay your hands on him. <laughs> Thank you, Holy Ghost. <laughs> and you lay your hands on him. He going to see. And the Bible says that when he laid his hands on him, because Ananias was afraid. Yeah. He thought he was going to kill a, you know, get killed. <laughs> and he saw him and his eyes became open. Now, the question why he didn't go back to Jerusalem to do the work. Uh-uh. God said, you need training. Wow. You need, I'm, I'm going to prepare you yeah. to go back to the people that you have killed and slain. Took him over to where? Mecca. Mm -hmm. Now, in Mecca is the heart of the Muslims. Right. Yeah. And God trained him in the heart of Mecca. Mm -hmm. And while he trained him for, listen, for three years, he trained him. When this boy comes back, he's powerful. He knows who God is, who Christ is. He know about the kingdom. He knows all this. And the disciples, these same disciples that walk with Jesus say, hey, ain't that that boy? Ain't that that boy song? Walking down the street talking about, ain't that him? Yeah, that is him. And the disciples, they said, no, they were... That was really your, your, your untouchables, really. It was, was always keeps up going. And they stepped to him. They stepped to him. They had him like in the corner. They said, yo, ain't you, ain't you saw? He said, that used to be my name. My name is Paul. Well, you killed the deacon. He said, hey, if it hadn't been that for the Lord, I was coming after y'all. <laughs> They all looked at one another and said, what did he say? I said, you heard what I said. I was coming after y'all. I was going to do a job on you disciples. And then when he started talking about Jesus and the power and everything, and they looked, they said, how did he know this, that he never was winning? We were winning. He knows. How did he know? He said, let me tell you my testimony. I was on my way down to Damascus to get some more of you hallelujah people. And I become a hallelujah person. <laughs> he said, ain't that something? I come to get the saved. I got saved. <laughs> he delivered me, saved me, gave me authority to preach his gospel. I am apostle just like you. But I am one that was picked out of due time so you can realize that you're not the only one that believe God will take the worst and make it the best hello somebody stop rushing me people amen 
I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. But the Christ, what? Lives in me. Uh huh. And the life which I now live. Listen at it. That's what he tells me. He said, I don't roll down Clubby Avenue no more. I'm on Straight Street. Hello, somebody. I'm on Straight Street. Uh huh. Which I now live in the flesh. I live in the flesh. Uh huh. I live by faith of the <laughs> Son of God. Listen, I live by faith. By the Son of God, I'm living in the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. I'm living. I'm going to speak my way out. Hallelujah. I'm going to speak my way through Hallelujah. because I have been saved. I have been converted, and I've got him living on the inside. Up, bu, 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 bu. Now, give me back my cornbread. Hello, somebody. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Believing. And receiving his love is the only way to experience his joy abiding in your heart. When his love is abiding in your heart, I don't care what people say do about you. Smile and keep going. You don't hold that. Because you know they're going to talk about you. Come on now. They're going to talk about if you got it. They're going to talk about if you ain't got it. But when you do got it, everybody won't be your friend. Amen. Yes, they ain't never yes. undercover Chuckies. Can I get away to somebody? <laughs> to the end. You see, money gone, they gone. Hello, yes, somebody. Yes, yes, That's yes. what they do. Yes. His divinely personal love, known and felt, cannot but cause joy to flow. I got to say that again. His divinely personal, his personal love, for God so loved the world he gave, but he said there's a personal love that he gives to those that he chose. A personal love is known and felt. Cannot but cause joy to flow forth from our hearts, motivating us to abide even more deeply in him. That's why, have you noticed, you that really see God, God, you have less friends? Yeah. <laughs> so you keep looking for a friend. Yeah. There's no friend like him. Amen. Oh, he, 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 he'll never turn state evidence against you. Amen. He'll never snitch on you. Amen. He'll, never tell, he'll never sell you out. Amen. He'll never do no stuff like that. Yeah. He's a friend that loves yeah. deeply. And the more you seek, the deeply you fall in love with him. Yeah. Can I get a witness? Somebody that's loving him. Yes. Amen. Ooh. See, Satan, the brain's trial and tribulation to stop you and your focus. And we said the other night, he said, he has a way of escape for you and the temptation. He said, I'm going, you and the temptation, give them to me. That's to escape. Because you be talking about, Lord, I don't want to go through the flesh and hell. No. And God is saying, yes. He's saying, no. Yeah. No. Love is like a seesaw. You go up and you go down. You got to make up your mind. You going down if you don't serve him. Hello, somebody. <laughs> Here is the true picture of the blessed inner life of abiding in Christ. Why do we realize? Why do we realize? 
that when we are disheartened and full of self-pity, hear me now, we are spiritually blind. Yeah. Think about it. But you start feeling good about you loving no more. I'm sorry. I've been back there. Everybody, you talk to us. I'm going to tell you to give me. I did that. You're spiritually blind. Because you're better than that. Yeah. Satan gives you an overload of situations and setbacks and heartaches. And you start feeling sorry. Sorry. I mean, sorry. I mean, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Yes. It's self-blindness. Wow. Start feeling all pitiful. Looking pitiful. <laughs> How you done? Terrible. Come on. A pit bull ran up on you. He going to Hello, somebody. Yeah, you, you, you forget all that. You be in the wind. Look at how I just cut move. You moved. Says spiritually blind have lost sight of him and have our eyes fixed on ourselves. In other words, don't focus on yourself. Right. You focus on him. Them true believers that focus on him. Yeah. You can't take no vacation or 15 minute break. <laughs> Not from God, you can't. Uh-uh. And let don't let nobody make you feel some type of way. He's always talking about the Lord. You serving God. When you spend time in prayer and in your word, what else is you gonna talk about? Yeah. About gimbal cell? Huh? A pet boys, uh, you know, uh R. S. Strauss, huh? Or strawberry uh, uh uh what is it? They closed that down. Yeah, they closed down. They made their money change their names. That's all they did. That's all they did, they made the money. We know about a sale, don't we? Mm -hmm. I said we know about a sale. All right. But you have been bought with the price. Amen. And that is the precious blood of Jesus Christ. So he said, You have lost sight of him and have our have ever <clears throat> have our eyes fixed on ourselves. We look at ourselves. Think about it. You can look in the mirror. You're going through, you start feeling self-pity. Come on now. Yes. And you sit there and look at yourself. You say, <laughs> You start feeling sorry for yeah. yourself. Yeah. And you, listen, hear me now. You know you've done right by everybody. Right. And you start to, and that's not the enemy. He moves in like that. Right. He started to make you start to feel some type of way. He said, I thought they was on the Lord's side. Mm -hmm. And they treat you like you's a demon. Mm -hmm. And he will minister to you. Right. And you're looking at the mirror and tell me, yeah, I do. <laughs> Self-pity. Yeah. And what happened? He said, you're spiritually blind. Because wow. you took your eyes off of him and put your eyes on yourself. Get out the mirror. Because yeah. that mirror speaks to you. I guarantee you're going to get up. Right. <laughs> get on the good foot. He said, oh, whoa. Shake that thing. I going to like I touch that road. Hello, somebody. He has told us that only in keeping our eyes on him would we know the peace and joy that the world cannot give. Oh my goodness. John 14 and 27. 
Trying to wind it up. Hello, somebody. Oh, Lord, I've been doing that since I've been up in this place. Hello, somebody. Amen. It's good. Like a good meal. When you take your time with it, even you taste the tasting of the foods. You say the seasoning of them. Can I get a witness? That's what you need to do with the scripture. Amen. I guarantee you, before you know it, you said, I'm going to be here for about 30 minutes, four and a half, two hours of went past. Because you're learning it. Amen. Get that info. I say get that info. Because the redeemer of the Lord say, oh, y'all catch it on there. Y'all catch it on. Read to me, evangelist. Peace I leave with you. He said, I'm leaving you peace. Not no 357. He said, I'm leaving you peace. Yeah, everybody shoot now. Everybody just shooting. It's going shooting crazy. Everybody's going shooting crazy. I looked at the young boy. He got license to shoot. He shoots the man because he was driving too slow and killed him. Say, so what you shooting for? He was driving too slow. Do that give you a right to shoot him? I got license. That don't give you no right to shoot that man. Come on, you're right. You're right. They locked him up and the mama thought she was getting away because she was driving the car. She come here, baby. You're going to do some time, too. Because you could have told him to stop. Right. Recorded it. And you could have. Where was you going that fast to get to to shoot that man? And that's the spirit that you see. All you that drive, everybody, zoom, 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 zoom. That's right. There was red lights mean go to them. Stop sign mean no yield. Just keep going. It's a spirit. And it's killing folks. Usually the folk that take the lights, take all that stuff, is the one that starts the accidents. And keep going. Something wrong. I never was coming to church. I was driving. And we had to wait for the year for the cars coming. God blow the horn. What's wrong with him? Then when he gets beside me, he got a son of son of a Unnecessary. Yes, it's unnecessary. Dying. Yeah, they done, they done, they done, they done. Everybody want to be packing. They ain't packing the Holy Ghost. Right. I say they ain't packing the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. If you got that Bible, you never run out of ammunition. Amen. Amen, somebody. That Bible could be a bazooka, automatic. Hello? Shoot more than 18 shots. Amen, somebody. Amen. Amen. He said, speak the word. Speak the word. Amen. We so used when situations happen, we retaliate. Yeah. Oh, we were brought up that way. We trained that way. Y'all know we was. But when you serve God, he teach you a new way how to fight. Yes. Amen. Amen. Some folk you had to walk away from. That's right, because you were hurt. 
and knowing if you was in the world, you couldn't knock them jokers and pull them on you. Hello, somebody. But since you're on the hallelujah side, everybody want to try you. You look like a chump to me. Hello, somebody. I'm not never going to ever got saved. I come back, Lord, and bless me. I'm full of the Holy Ghost. I'm blessed. I walk up on the corner. All the God, man. Yo, hey, what's up, man? He got some new drugs. In other words, because I'm serving God, I got new drugs. I ain't got no new drugs. See, so he's smiling and crying. He looked different. Why he looked different? Man, where you been? You tell me you're going over there, up to that church over there, and, and you're serving God. I say, yeah, God has been good to me, man. Say, you sure? Who you playing on? You playing on somebody? I say, I ain't playing on nobody. I'm serving God. They will come on and drink some of this bread. He had a half a gallon of Thunderbird. And he opened it up. He, you know, he pulled, pulled out for the, the dead ones, the brothers that, that died in gang war. He was pouring them out. I said, keep pouring. <laughs> pulled all out. The other brother said, hey, they, they gone. They can't drink none of this. We done hustled all day long for this. Now let's drink. Now get here to drink. He won't drink. Give him a drink. I said, I don't drink no more, man. God delivered me from this. He said, stop playing. He said, well, what you on? I said, what I'm on? Come on, Eddie, you know. You got, you got some of that monster? I said, no. Nah, you ain't on no heroin. You ain't nodding. I said, no. Nah, he said, you got the smile. You smoking weed? And I said, I ain't smoking nothing. I, I, I'm free. Amen. You free? You free from what? What stuff you didn't sold out here? Come on, boy. Give me some of that stuff you got. You mind me of the sorcerer? <laughs> He said, look, man, take a drink. I said, man, I can't drink, man. I'm delivered from that. And everybody watching. Then he said to me, he said, hey, you know what it is? If you don't take none of the drink, you're going to wear it. I said, what? I'm going, what? He said, oh, you're going to wear it. He said, now what you going to do about that? I said, I don't know. I may run around the corner. I may run off and holler. I may break your neck. <laughs> he said, I told you you wasn't saved. You're playing them games, boy. Take a drink with me, old buddy. I said, I'm not your buddy, man. I'm a new creature in Christ. He said, you crazy, man. You ain't talking like we used to talk. I said, no. God saved me. Amen. And I walked away with tears in my eyes. Yeah. I was hurting because I said, you know, I can crush him. Yeah, man, quite a few more, but I said, no. I got to move on because God was teaching me a whole new way how to fight. Yeah. And as I was doing prison ministry, who get locked up? My buddy get locked up. <laughs> and he came down, he was looking for him because he knew I was up there. He was like, hey, man. I said, yeah. When he seen the brothers come down and he seen the power of God, he was sitting on the front seat. He was looking, he said, man, who in the world ever thought you would be up here doing this? He said, you different, man. You just lit up, man. You talking stuff. He said, I want what you got. He accepted the Lord in his life. And when he accepted the Lord in his life, because he let that song, I'm a soldier in the army of the Lord. And he went back out on the court and told him what was going on. He said, man, you done got crazy. You bambooed and all that stuff. He said, no, man. I'm telling you, the power of God is real. And the Muslim brothers that he's been with, they would tell me, say, man, what are you doing? He said, look, man, I don't mean no harm. I had me a pork chop the other day. <laughs> 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 he said, 
He said, I found out it's not. He said, it's not what goes in a man that defiles me, it will come out. That poor child take good. They held him so long. He said, praise the Lord. And he died and went on with the Lord. But what I'm saying is that you want your life to be a testimony to people. Yes. If you ever noticed, have you noticed that you've been walking with God, somebody's always trying to change you oh, yes. in some kind of way, a conversation, yes. or they'll look at, some people look at their grit on you. Yes. They'll grit on they, you, and you know they're looking at you, but you, and, do, 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 and then they just walk, walk in front of you, they stare at you. Yes. They want attention. Satan always want attention. Yes. And when they see that don't move you, then they go get a, a whispering a, a campaign. Every time you come, they always whispering. <laughs> you know, always whispering, trying to make you feel some kind of way, yeah. trying to make you feel comfortable. Let nobody. That's why the Bible says, "Joy and rejoice." Mm -hmm. When they talking about you laughing, then you better get happy. Yeah. That's why he said, "Peace I leave with you." Yeah. My peace, he said, "I give unto you." I'm giving you my peace. It had to be peace. What Jesus went through. Yeah. One week he ministered to him, the next week they come with him with stones and sticks. Beat him up, spit in his face, pull his beard out, put a crown of thorn upon him, and made him carry his cross, and he still had peace. Yeah. Us, we be looking for pieces. Can I get a witness? Oh, come on, y'all. You know how you was before you got saved. Some of your sisters was rough. You, 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 you had a little nice little razor. A little 22, your little, uh, what you call it, a little, uh, little, little uh, um, what you call them? Like pepper spray? Y'all little stuff. Y'all, y'all, see, y'all know. You say have all that kind of stuff. And you and you be dead somebody mess with you. I never get I was I was coming down, I was coming down Frankfurt. I seen this girl jump on this board, beating with a high heel. I thought he was, was a woodpecker. She go wah wah wah. His head was more. She was just putting holes in his head with a, with a, with a high heel. And he asked him, what are you trying to do to me? I'm trying to take your head off. <laughs> he would toe up. I don't know what she was on, but she wasn't playing. And I said, look at that spirit. And I said, at that time, somebody needed to tell her that Jesus loved her. Yeah. When, you, when people like that, they don't hear about Jesus. So you got to pray before you make that approach. Mm -hmm. Amen, people. Amen. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. I'm not taking too long. No. It don't matter. <laughs> not as the world giveth. So don't give what the world give you. Give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. And a lot of us are afraid of a lot of things. Yes, we are. You don't know it to happen. And fear is false evidence of being real. It always attacked the believer, really, for real. It hits us. We, we get fearful about everything. You, when you start to pray, pray for everything in your house. Amen. Your gas, your electric, the pipes, the water. You pray for everything in your house. Amen. Amen. Yes. Prayer changes things. Yes. Can I get a witness? Sometimes the devil just keep on picking with you. That's what he do, he's a picker. To keep our understanding of Christ's love at its highest potential. 
We have to keep that understanding of Christ at our high potentials. He reminds us that his love is Calvary love. We know what happened on Calvary. We see the reality of this divine love so frequently in Scripture. Yet, in the living of our lives, we forget it too often. Every time something happens to you, you don't think about no scripture. Y'all ain't going to talk to me. Y'all ain't going to talk to me. We don't think about no scripture. John 15 and 13, real quick, Evangelist. You don't think about no scripture. That's why if you stay in the scriptures, when something happens, you can quote the scripture. Amen. You go to your computer. You go to your computer to get to find that word. Find out you got to recharge it. By the time they recharge, you got something else can happen. God is looking for a word. All right, John fifteen thirteen. Uh huh. Greater love hath no man than this, mm -hmm. that a man lay down his life for his friends. For his friends. Go to the next verse. Mm-hmm. Ye are my friends. Uh-oh. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? You want a friend? Y'all ain't gonna talk to me. I said, you want a friend? So y'all be a friend. I need a friend. I want a friend. I need a friend. Casper's friendly, but spooky ain't. Hello, somebody. I want a friend. He's telling you, I'm your friend. That's what Jesus says. He's telling you. If you get Jesus, you're going to find about all these other so-called friends. Yes. Ain't really friends. Amen. 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 Uh-huh. That a, if you do whatsoever I command you. If you, are you my do. Friend, wait a minute. If you do. If you do what? Whatsoever I command you. Uh-huh. You are my friend. Oh. <laughs> Who he talking to? Who's he talking to? Can you say that again? I don't think they hear what you say. You are my friend. He said you. Use. 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 You are my friend. That, that, that means something when he says you are my friends. He said that about Joe. And look what happened to it. Oh, y'all want to talk to me. Okay. Every time he said, you are my friends in the Bible, when God says something to about the prophet, if you ever read about them, something always happened to them. And the reason why it happened because he got the trouble to water. So you can backstroke out of it. Oh, y'all want to go through? You was looking for a rose when you got saved. He took a weed and made it a rose. Yeah, how sweet it is. <laughs> Hello, somebody. You finished it? Oh, she ain't finished it. If you do. What if you do. Whatsoever I command you. Did you hear that? Whatever I command you, whatever I command you to do, 
Uh-huh. Go on now. Henceforth, uh -huh. I call you not servant. Did you hear that? You ain't a servant. You a friend. What he's saying, I can trust you. Service you can't trust. Close your eyes, they'll steal everything. Read. For the servant knoweth not what his Lord doeth. You don't know. Uh-huh. But I called you friend. Wow. For all things that I have heard of my father, uh -huh. I have made known unto you. He says, since you're friend, I'm going to tell you what my father told me. Now, that's a friend. Yeah. Now, if you notice, when you was coming up with your, with your homies and, and, and your, friend, your friend, he's your friend now. And his father tells him about you, about a situation, since he's your friend, since he's your friend. It's going to be time of day. Hello, somebody. They ain't going to work right now. Since he's your friend, since he's your friend, you what? You start telling the situation. Say, that's that. You ever call me that thing out of time? That's all it is. I break my thought. I meant to turn it off. But I turned it off. It's all right. I'm not turning it off. They do that when I'm depressed. I usually turn everything off, you know. But but I'm trying to bring a point out here. You know, I want to bring that point. I'm going to bring that point out. I know what I'm saying. I'm going to dump it. And so you and your friend, you're walking and talking. And he said, you know, my, my, my dad was explaining some things to me. He said, what would he say? So you start telling your friend what your father said. And, your father, and he says, wow, man, that's, that, that, I think that's smooth. I think that's good. I think that's powerful, man. Since you told me that, man, I'm going to take heed to it. He said, why? Because you're my friend. Mm -hmm. Why did you explain to me what your father said? Because you're my friend. <laughs> what do you think he's saying? <laughs> he just said, can you read that again? Can you read that again? Henceforth, uh -huh. I call you not servant. I call you ain't no servant. For the service. But you will serve. There's a difference. Yeah. You ain't a servant, but you will serve. Yeah. Friends, serve. Right. Amen. So Amen. When the last time God took you out to lunch? Because he wants you to fast. Okay, let's move on. Yeah. Everybody talking about that. Everybody looking around. I don't know when he wants you to fast. <laughs> Everybody looking around thinking. thinking when, when did he take you out? He didn't take you out the way he wants you to fast. Lord have We ain't talking about fasting. Amen. Y'all throw that turkey up. <laughs> gobble, gobble. Come on. <laughs> we say, we say, we say. For the servant knoweth not what his Lord doeth. Uh huh. But I have called you friends. I've called you friends. Mm. I called you friends. And the reason why I call you friends is because of simple fact. I can trust you. When God start talking like that, them are dangerous words. If God said, I can trust you, and I chose you, I called you, and appointed you, you are a threat to hell. You hear me? You are a threat. This is why some of you go through more than others. Because you, 
because you have deeply had divine revelation from God. And God said, mm -hmm, keep coming. He said, keep coming. I'm coming, Lord. But I'm going through this. He said, bring that too. Yes. Yes. Bring it. He said, bring it. He said, I don't care. Lord, I can't walk. Get somebody to carry you. Hello. I can't see. Get somebody to bring you. Hello. I got a cane. He said, bring your three legs. Come on. Just get on. Just get to the altar. I'm going to bless you. I'm going to bless you. My head hurt. He said, I'm going to fix it. Put your helmet back on. That's what you need to do. Put your helmet back on. My heart hurt. He said, let not your heart be troubled. Stop having heart troubles. I'm trying to make a hundred to ninety-nine just won't do. He said, I'm gonna keep it one hundred. Amen. We look at it the wrong way. You better express yourself in the word of God. Oh, thank you. You finished that? But I have called you friends. I called you friends. That, that's powerful. Stop looking for him. He said, I called you a friend. If you're a friend of God, you know you're an enemy of the devil. Yes. And anybody that said they're your friend and turned around and stabbed you in your back, you know that was a setup. Can I get a witness? Amen. Amen. You could be asleep or have a vision and then you look at folk. You can always know when folk talking about you. Yeah, I never get I, 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 I was I was I was I was going to the prison to minister and uh, brothers from the east. They was over there talking, talking to Yang Yang. Say, you know, this boy, this little big boy come up here. And, you know about the gold teeth, big gold. He come up here talking about Esau, Jacob, and the prophets and all that kind of stuff. What do you know? So they told the E-man, and the E-man confronted me when I was coming. He said, yeah, man, I need to ask you some questions. I said, yeah, man, what's up? How you feel, man? He said, you smiling about it. I said, I got work to do. He said, you smiling, go to, go to the prison? I said, yeah, that's my ministry. So we started talking. He said, well, I didn't know that you know what you know. He said, because some of the brothers came down to your service. I said, they came down. I said, they ain't no poor chap down there, but he said, they came down. I said, yeah, they came down. And I said, and they heard the word, and they came to me, and they asked me some questions, and what you told them, he said, was the truth. Yeah. I said, truth is the only way. Yeah. He said, but we still, I said, we, we, we still brothers. Yeah. He said, what you mean, Martin? And I said, you just you just the son of uh, Ishmael. Yeah. You, I, Isaac. He said, you who? <laughs> I said, Isaac. I'm from the Isaac tribe. You from Ishmael. He said, who is me? I said, son of flesh, son of spirit. I've been promised. He said, who? I've been promised. He said, what you say again? Isaac has been promised. I am Isaac. You Ishmael, you son of the flesh. You've been worn then and you're worn now. So you're trying to pick, but you've been plucked. Hello, somebody. Hear what thus saith the Lord. I love you, brother. Now I got to go down and do my work. Yeah, I'm going down there too. I said, come on down. Come on down. He came on down. He said, you know, I, I, I like the way you do things. I, he said, it's not like a religious thing you do. He said, you deal with reality. I said, I am reality. I said, when you look at Jesus, when we look at him, he said, yeah, man, you tell my blue eyes. I said, no, no, that was, uh, what's his name? He dead and gone. What that boy name uh, Blue Eyes? Uh, uh, oh, Lord, his name escapes me now. 
Uh, come on, y'all. Y'all know who I'm talking about. Blue eyes. Frank Sinatra. Frank Sinatra. Yeah. Yeah, blue eyes. Frank Sinatra. I said, you talking about yeah, Frank? He said, Frank. I said, I said, yeah. He said, Frank. I said, yeah. Frank Sinatra. He said, nah. I'm talking about Jesus. I said, nah, you ain't read your history, brother. He said, what you mean? I said, go to Revelations. They said, the Bible said that John was put on the Isles of Patmos. And while he was on the Isles of Patmos, he said, God told him, he said, take that pen out and write past and present and future. And he turned around and looked and he said, his hair was woolly, his eyes was red, and his feet was bronze. It sounded like a brother to me. Hello, somebody. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. I mean, it's not about the color, but it's the truth. Amen. And he said, right, John. Right, John. He said his eyes were red because he was worried. No, he's fire. Hello, somebody. The power of God. Amen. Hello, somebody. His bush was straight to, not Afro Puffs, his bush. Praise the Lord. Y'all ain't going to talk. That's right. We do the puffs. Amen. You finished it? You ain't finished it? For all things that I have heard of my father, what? I have made known unto you. That's a friend. What are you saying? What my father tells me, I'm telling you. Because I love you. I trust you. I give my life for you. I think that's very powerful. Oh my God. I'm trying to hurry up. I know. I know. Praise the Lord. No one loves us like the Lord Jesus does. And his love does not change or fail. I don't care what you did yesterday, last week, or the, before you came in here. He said, I still love you. Yeah. Amen. You're still my friend. Amen. Now, I can't tell you nothing till you what? Repent. When you repent and I restore you, then I'll talk to you. Amen. But if you don't do that, I ain't talking to you. Because, see, when you're close to Jesus, you say, Jesus, huh? Have you been called Jesus? Don't say nothing. What's wrong? He ain't close. Why he ain't close? Sin in it in. When sin in it in, listen, he say, I can't. Holy Ghost got to stand on the outside. And, it, and, it, and you know what the Holy Ghost does? It waits because Satan runs back to God and tells God, look what they did. This is what they did. Look what they do. They're doing it. They say your word. They're doing that. Satan and God, God is, he's waiting for you. To be confess when you repent, then he restores. He don't want no one to be lost. He says that in Ezekiel 33 and 11. He says he do not get no pleasure, hear me now, in the loss of the evil and the wicked. He said, I wish it all would come to the saving knowledge of God. When they come to the saving knowledge of God, this is going to be different. Remember, we talked about Abraham the other day. Yeah. Abraham, when he went up, he did a sacrifice. A sacrifice. He was tempted. He was tempted. Mm -hmm. 
to take his son's life. But that temptation, hear me now, it changed his life. His worship was different. His talk was different. Hear me now. His knowledge and even his dying was different. Don't tell me when you're in the presence of God, you ain't gonna be, you, you're going to be the same. I don't think so. You ain't got to come tell me, you know, I've been praying, Pastor, all week long. I've been fasting, looking like a prone. I've been fasting long. I said, you just hungry. That's what's wrong with you. Sit down and eat. Said, oh, uh, 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 uh. Confused. Confused, you said it. You allow worrying to take over your situation and your circumstances. On, Amen. Amen. You worry about tomorrow. They ain't even got it yet. Just deal with today. Money has its own problems. Amen. Oh, yes, it does. You feeling like Monday or you feeling like winter? Praise the Lord. So, you finished it, right? Yes, sir. Okay. If he was willing to be nailed to the cross for us, as willing, we should know that in our darkest moments, there is no obstacle that he cannot help us avoid or climb over in our darkest moment. Some of you haven't gotten there yet, but you will have some dark moments. And when you have them, he will show you how to avoid them and to climb over them. Amen. Amen. Y'all know the song when it came out? I'm climbing up. Come on. <laughs> Scripture never said that. Scripture ain't never told. He said, speak to it. Why would I climb up a what? A rough side, a rough side of a mountain. <laughs> You're trying to climb up there. You can way up there. Some you scared of height anyway. <laughs> and the window, you look down. Uh-oh, you close your eyes. I ain't going no further. He never told you to climb it. No way. And you be getting that, I'm climbing. You know, like you all in the spirit. That's two words. Amen, somebody. Amen. Then the other song. If you make one step, he make two. I never said that. He ain't never tell you step. God ain't no stepping God. You stepping flexions or something? Hello, somebody. Or the five stair steps. He said, you draw nigh to me. I draw nigh to you. Because everybody's stepping. They stepping on you. <laughs> Amen. Praise the Lord. Pastor. I'm almost. I'm almost. No, 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 no. No, 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 In my conclusion. Oh, thank you, Lord. There is nothing he won't do for us if we seek him. Nothing he won't do for us if we seek him. It's important to continue to seek God. And you know when the best time to seek him? You don't feel that. So you got to get out of your feelings. Because yeah. you know sometimes you feel like a nut. And sometimes you don't. And it's so true. So get out of your feelings. And when you seek God, you got to trust God and believe God for his word. 
Amen. So the branches must abide in the vine in order to live. Branches stay in the vine. If you stay in the vine, you will live. Regardless of what can happen in your life. And like I said before, that on branches, when the birds come, the birds make it their business to sit on the branch. And the reason why they sit on the branch, because they need the leverage and they're looking for a home. And once they get there and get the rocking on that branch, if it ain't strong, it's going to bend. It's going to fall. It's going to be broken off. And you don't want to be no broke off branch. Stay in the vine. Stay in the vine. Stay in the vine. And if you stay in the vine, you will live. I hope that this message has helped you. I hope that you grow by it, being nourished by it, be strengthened by it. Because God ain't finished with us. Whatever he has given you to do, you will perform it. It's called purpose. And God has given us purpose in our lives. So don't worry about tomorrow or next week. Start thanking God for today. Thank you for your good health. I don't care how the energy trying to flick your bike. Thank you for the good health. What it look like it. Even, even, even when Job was all messed up, so boils all over him. He was weak. He couldn't move. He couldn't do nothing. He said, woman, you're talking like a foolish woman. He said, naked I came into the world and naked shall I return. Blessed be the name of the Lord. When your mind and your focus is like that, you are dangerous and God said, you are my representative. And since you're my representative, I promise to take care of you. So be blessed. And remember, what God has started, he's going to finish in your life. Father, we thank you for this time. We thank you for how you blessed us. And we give you praise in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.